0: Hi, and welcome to Breakfast with an Alcoholic. My name's Randall. I'm an alcoholic, and I'm the host of Breakfast with an Alcoholic. The premise is pretty straightforward. Every week, I'm gonna be having breakfast with an alcoholic I know, and we'll swap stories, talk about addiction, recovery, sobriety, whatever else comes up, and we'll share it with you, all from one of the Upper East Side's finest diners. I guess, technically, it'll usually be breakfast with two alcoholics, but the title sounded better this way. Anyway, a little about me. I'm fairly new to New York. I moved here during the pandemic. I made an Oscar Madison-style entrance, most of my belongings in bags under my arms, trying to get a cab from LaGuardia to the sober house I was moving into on the Sunday night of Labor Day weekend. I was clinging to nine months of sobriety, and that's longer than I'd ever had in about ten years of trying, but my life had descended into chaos again. I didn't move here to New York out of opportunity or excitement, I moved here because I literally had nowhere else left to go. Not not to be too dramatic, I mean I had always wanted to live here, but I thought New York would be a great place to either make a new life or my last stand, and in the fall of 2020 I wasn't clear uh, which way things were going to go. But here I am now, I've got about two and a half years of sobriety, I have a sponsor, a couple of sponsees. It turns out it was new life, not last stand. After so many soul-crushing failures, relapses, losses, I finally found my footing. So, as I thought about what to do next, start a podcast seemed like the only rational thing to do. And the idea for this was, as you might expect, breakfast with an alcoholic. I actually had a lot of those. I realized one morning over pancakes with a friend of mine, a very alcoholic friend of mine, That our conversation about addiction and recovery and all the stuff that comes with that, it was actually pretty interesting. At least I thought. Uh, I know there are lots of pretty accurate and compelling depictions and accounts of addiction out there already. But I still think there's room for people talking honestly about what happened to them, how they recovered, and how they got their lives back. How they navigate life and sobriety here in New York. Alcoholism affects something like 17 million people in the United States, roughly one out of 12 drinkers. It's the third leading preventable cause of death, not far behind tobacco, and it claims nearly 90,000 people a year. And yet, there's still a reluctance to treat alcoholism like the terrible disease it is. It's a complicated issue because it's just so hard to understand. Our conduct when we're active alcoholics and addicts is just incomprehensible to people who aren't. And I think a lot of people wonder why alcoholics don't just stop drinking if things are so out of control, so horrible. There are reams of studies showing that alcoholism is not a function of poor judgment or lack of willpower or personal resolve. It's a bona fide disease, and it attacks and alters the physical structure of our brain. It's a disease that's frighteningly difficult to treat and overcome, and I'm pretty sure it's the only disease where, once you're diagnosed with it, the most commonly prescribed long-term treatment is to read a book that was written in the 1930s and attend meetings with other people who've read the same book. But that brings us to Alcoholics Anonymous, founded in the 1930s by Bill Wilson and Dr. Bob. AA was literally a stroke of genius, years, decades ahead of its time and it maps out a plan for living that, if carefully followed, has literally saved millions of alcoholics. AA meetings are often portrayed as groups of pretty scruffy, down on their luck smokers, sitting on metal folding chairs in church basements, and they add the suffix and I'm an alcoholic when they introduce themselves. I mean, To be fair, there's more than a little truth in that depiction, but AA is one of the few lifelines. It's a spot of hope, and sometimes a way out, for people afflicted with this disease. So yes, you gather correctly. I'm a big believer in AA, and I've attended a lot of meetings, more than I can count over the last 12 or 13 years. It's not really possible to accurately judge success rates, and I think a metric-driven debate about the efficacy of AA misses the point. Even if AA's successes are considered entirely anecdotal, not replicable in any kind of study, it doesn't matter. I can go to any number of meetings, literally anywhere in the world, and sit in a room that's filled with alcoholics who have long-term sobriety. And here's why that matters. It shows that recovery is possible. The thing that kills alcoholics and addicts is the loss of hope. And just about every alcoholic I know has hit that dark spot where there's just no hope left. I know I did. AA finally showed me that it was possible to recover and rebuild my life. The people who go to meetings and share about how they got sober and how they stay sober, they're beacons of light. And when you're ready to see that light and follow that light, they'll stand with you and help guide you out. That's the miracle of AA. And there are miracles every single day in that program, but the trick is you have to be willing to see them. There are lots of different meeting formats in AA, but the common and most important part of every meeting are alcoholics sharing their strength, experience, and hope with each other, meaning the stories of their addiction and recovery. To quote the big book, and that's Alcoholics Anonymous, the fourth edition, our stories disclose in a general way what we used to be like what happened and what we are like now. And that's the power of AA, right there. And that's also what I love about AA, the way we tell each other our stories. Our stories are devastating and heartbreaking. They're full of loss and regret and grief. There are times when the stories are nearly impossible to tell or to hear. Sometimes we can barely say the words out loud. But we sit in rooms of near strangers, and we share those stories the most shameful, painful, heartbreaking episodes of our lives, and sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry. But what we always do, all of us in every one of these rooms, we treat those stories with reverence. Those stories have come with a very high price, and they're like little flickering candles of light and hope, so we treat those stories very gently and we try to find something in them to grab onto, Just a little bit of hope. If they did it, maybe I could do it. And sometimes that's enough to save us. The stories I heard, the stories that helped show me the way out, they're woven into my story now. And I believe that the power of telling and listening to those stories is what keeps me sober. And that's why I'm sharing my story. It helps keep me sober, and you never know. Maybe it could help someone else. That's what we're going to do here every week. We'll sit and have breakfast. Spoiler alert, I do get pancakes a lot. We'll share stories and talk about how we saved our lives and how we stay sober. I hope you can join us. Breakfast with an Alcoholic, right here, next week. Well, that's it. I hope you enjoyed Breakfast with an Alcoholic. I know I'm already looking forward to another great breakfast soon. And I know it's Alcoholics Anonymous, but we're completely okay if you want to tell your friends about us. You can find the daily gratitude lists on Twitter and Instagram at thanksflms, thanks for letting me share. Or you can visit thanksforlettingmeshare.substack.com. You can find the daily gratitude list there too, as well as, and importantly, episodes of Breakfast with an Alcoholic. So visit, subscribe, and visit again finally, on a serious note, if you need help or think you might need help or know someone who needs help and you're ready to ask, there's someone who can help you. In New York, you can go to nyintergroup.org, and that's a complete listing of AA resources in this area. So be well, stay groovy, call your sponsor, and join us next time on Breakfast with an Alcoholic.